morning, uh, Maverick fans out there, and welcome. It's our triumphant return for Maverick Magazine here today. Uh, joining me in the office, I'm Nick Burns, riding the bus for or driving the buses, as Paul Allen would say. And joining me in, in uh, for this uh, first episode back in quite some time, guys. I, we got a couple of uh, graduate assistants from the Athletic Communications Office, uh, Mr. Connor Wachtel and Mr. Jordan O'Grady. Guys, thanks for coming on the show. It's your first show. Great to be here. <laughs> Absolutely. You guys, you guys aren't nervous or anything like that, right? I no. Mean, first go. First go. <laughs> first go. Yep. So, um, guys, we're uh, you know we're a couple weeks into this thing already, and um, and. Uh, you know, sports are in full swing. As a matter of fact, right now we have a volleyball match going on against uh, Quincy University, correct, Jordan? We just went into that uh, fifth and deciding set. That we did. We seemed to find a way into yeah. the fifth set over the course of this young season <laughs> yeah, here. Uh, f- five matches, uh, three of them, or four of them have gone yeah. down to, to a deciding this fifth will, set. This so. will be the fourth out of the five, and yeah. the one that didn't was the very first, very first match where they lost three to one there. In yeah. the opening uh, match against Crookston and the, uh, or no, 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 Crookston, we, no, it um, wasn't Crookston. No, you're you're, um, you're thinking of something Northern else Michigan, win. Northern Michigan. Yeah, talking yeah. about too many different teams this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, Minnesota Crookston was in reference to another, th- another yes, thing. Yes, we were talking about, but uh, but yeah, I mean, here we are. It's a brand new athletic season for 2021 uh, 22 season. It's uh, where it's full swing now. Soccer's soccer's had some events cross country. Football, volleyball. Obviously, we just talked about volleyball. We've had some tennis too, but you know, I mean, let's uh, let's uh, talk to you guys here for a little bit because you know, you guys are uh, newcomers. Well, Connor's not really a newcomer. He was here last <laughs> year, but you know, things were it was a quite quite a crazy year last yeah, it year. Was wasn't a it, very interesting year, Bernsey. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, Connor's been with us for a year. Jordan, uh, you've been with us. Uh, this is your first year as a graduate assistant, but you, you've worked with us before, though. Yeah, uh, in the past. So, both these guys familiar with the program, obviously. Been been with us. You're not you're not strangers, but first time as GAs. So, guys, I guess just uh, talk about our first. We'll start with Connor. It's like how did you end up uh, working with us in the athletic communications office, and um, you know, just let's uh, get some facts about you. So, uh, yeah, my name's Connor Wachtel. Uh, it's been a long time coming, actually. I'm a Mankato kid. Uh, never left the city. Love it. Uh, bleed by the key city. Um, grew up going to Mankato East. Um, I knew Paul Allen, uh, the head of athletic communications. Um, got in here my first school year as an undergraduate, 2016. Worked four years as an intern. Um, really working with our men's, women's hockey teams, but helping out everywhere else needed. Um, and yeah, I uh, just figured why not further my uh, education, come yeah. here, graduate assistant last year and uh, been working with women's soccer, women's hockey and baseball and uh, here for one more year. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, what'd you get your undergrad degree in? Mass media. Mass media. And you're currently studying uh, pre- sport management? Yep. Sport management. All right. And it sounds, it sounds like you're uh, getting pretty close there to possibly wrapping up that degree potentially in the fall uh, this after this uh, semester correct yep we're hoping in december to walk and i'll be here in the spring covering maverick baseball Jeez. and the conclusion of women's hockey as well and obviously and uh you know what in between your uh, two year two seasons now with uh, the mavericks you also uh, well you've done you've done work with the mankato uh, moondogs too yeah for several summers yep uh i just wrapped up my seventh season working for the mankato moondogs fourth as an intern and i've been their media relations intern for the past three seasons all right so now, looking back on your time uh, working with us, and this can include all the all the years, not just uh, your, your your time as a graduate assistant. What have been some of your favorite moments, you know, uh, here at Minnesota State? Oh boy, you put me on the spot. I am putting you on the spot. <laughs> um, 
I think the first one that really um, I can think of is, boy, I can't remember the year. Was it 2018 that we beat Bowling Green in the WCHA championship for men's hockey? That sounds right to me. Uh, That's right up there. Uh, Down two with two minutes left and tie it up and then win in overtime. Yeah, that was Nick Nick Rivera, OT winner. Uh, that one was tough to beat. Um, I mean, I'm a hockey kid by heart. I've been playing, uh, actually watching Maverick men's hockey since before I could walk. My dad had season tickets. <laughs> I was literally at every game probably until I started playing hockey myself, and I had to miss a couple. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so uh, I'm most fond and a little bit biased. Uh, Maverick hockey, uh, just yeah. love it. Yeah. So Fair enough. Yep. All right. So now Jordan. Uh, talk talk about yourself. Where uh, where are you from? Uh, where'd you go to? Where'd you get your undergrad and all that all that good stuff? Yeah, absolutely, Bernsey. Um So I am probably the most unconventional, or took the most unconventional path to get here at MSU. Um, try to make somewhat of a long story short. I am a graduate of Northern Vermont University, Johnson, up in little tiny Johnson, Vermont, in the Lamoille Valley area. Probably not many know of that. Hearing this right now, but uh, but now they have. <laughs> yes, now, now they have. have. If you wanted some excellent skiing and outdoor recreation, that's the place to be. But anyways, yeah. So I got my sport management undergrad uh, from Northern Vermont University, and there was a girl in one of my sport marketing classes. Uh, she was on a, what they call National Student Exchange from Eau Claire, uh, UW Eau Claire, and she was there for the hospitality and so on and so forth uh she told me that the program she was on the national student exchange and so that piqued my interest is like i'm not a not huge on vermont there's not a whole lot of professional sports there as everyone may know so especially football um and so i looked into that and msu was on the list of uh schools and they you they pay your tuition you just pay for your housing out here so came out here and didn't even know athletic communications was a thing to, when I came out here. I was on the track of wanting to be a high school coach, and I was doing that for the for about six, seven years when I was still back home in Vermont. And so I came out here, and I was in, doing radio broadcasting, much like we're doing right now here at KMSU. Um, and I was in it, and I enjoyed it. And I had an associate's degree in audio production, so radio and audio production had been there with me before this. And so came out here and got to do the web stream broadcasting for MSU football, uh, the second really good year over the past two or three, and got to do some great games, got to be on local TV, uh, the MSU TV channel, and that was was just um, wide-eyed kind of deal for me, and absolutely loved it, and I mean, it helps that my favorite player, Adam Thielen, graduated from here. And so that was uh, a whole culmination of things that brought me to MSU there. And I'm very thankful that PA thought of me coming off a COVID or a lesser of a COVID pandemic we're dealing with right now or wherever it may be, forever evolving pandemic. But um, yeah, he offered up this to me opportunity and I I couldn't resist. It's it's been great working with both of y'all and learning a whole lot about sports that I've never really watched so much, especially volleyball here, which has been very interesting to learn about. Um, yeah, I think, and to, uh, 
some of the favorite moments would definitely so far have been through the student exchange program when I was broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the C- CSU Pueblo game, the Snow Bowl, as oh, I call it. Er- oh, that was the Tarleton. Tarleton we, faced, excuse me. we faced Pueblo the week before Four, the Tarleton. Right, game. correct. Yeah. And, and I just remember being in there in the snow. And if anyone, if y'all know Blakesley, the little auxiliary press box to the right, it wasn't as well sealed off the windows <laughs> as it is in the main one. And so I was getting. We're on we're on local TV on the stream and me and my partner at the time Brian Kelly getting plastered in the face with snow <laughs> having to clean off my MacBook. Yep. It was a, it was a hot mess, but I guess cold mess. Yeah, no, a cold mess cold. is probably the there proper. Was nothing about that day was hot. <laughs> it's the proper about that way day to was put hot it. At all. And so yeah, that was that was just great and watching yeah. Nate Gunn go off and the team go on to the semifinals and oh yeah, all that good jazz. So yeah. yeah. That's me. I'm Jordan, and that was my path. Well, I mean, that was uh, you, you know, you mentioned that Tarleton game, and I think a lot of people would put that uh, game on their highlight for Maverick Athletics, uh, probably in their top ten for sure. You know, I mean, we had about, gosh, I want to say it was like around two thousand people in the st- in the stands. I mean, it was yep. it was cold. I mean, the <laughs> snow it didn't start to snow until I think about like halfway through the yeah. second quarter. Like it didn't start to really start to come down until halfway through the second quarter. Yep. But the field was still visible up until <laughs> halftime. <laughs> Quickly but, changed. Go, go ahead, Connor. I actually remember watching it from the comfort of my bedroom at home. <laughs> oh. I, had a, I had a hockey. Okay, I'm not. Okay. I'm not bragging. I'm not bragging. Oh, okay. But um, I had a hockey game that evening, so I ended up yep. not working the football game. Yep. And uh, I mentioned the thing about my favorite Maverick memory, and I think that would have been right up there if I was there. As painful yep. as it would have been to be there, <laughs> um, it would have been a memorable experience. I wish I was never there. But it's just real interesting watching it on TV because I, yeah. I watched what you were talking about. It was kind of like a slideshow. It just kind of, like, happened. Yeah, like, exactly. there was snow just on the ground. I don't I don't know what <laughs> happened. Like, it, Yeah, it, it's yeah and then... So I mean, the grounds crew did their best, but the the snow was just coming down so quick, yeah, no and you know up. the line, all the lines were covered, and you know, <laughs> and it was just a, uh, it was just that mo, you know, the second half was just uh, crazy, trying, you know, doing it, but it was almost surreal, you know, just yeah. uh, keeping track, and then of course just uh, you know, we're down ten nothing, and then we start that long drive, yep, there at at, at some point in the third quarter that goes over twelve minutes and ninety seven yards and like thirty <laughs> some plays and. You know, we just start to, you know, we, it's just like, okay, we're going to run right behind the tackles and we're yep. just going to get, we're, we'll take our three or four yards every time we carry the ball. And that's what uh, uh, Nate Gunn provided for us that day. An unpopular opinion to that game, at least in my head, watching it and yeah. being in it, yeah. was Tarleton in that first quarter, in the first part of the second half, had us on the ropes a little bit. We, it yeah. It w- it wasn't a slugfest in our favor like we had seen the most of that season, and then the Snow. then the elements well, played right into our hand in terms of the ground and yeah, pound game that we still do here at yeah. MSU. Well, I'll just say this: you know, we both had to play in that uh, weather. Exactly, and we were the ones that were able to adapt, <laughs> and they they weren't. So I'm not, you know, our guy our guys uh, did did what they set out to do, and they uh, yep. did it, and it was a heck of a it was a heck of a game or heck of a drive there to. Get back there, and then it was a heck of a way to finish uh, the game with uh, Nate Gunn getting that game-winning touchdown, which, my yeah, God, he deserved for all the work that <laughs> he put into that game. Wow. But, I mean, I guess since we're on football, yes. we're talking about football. Guys, uh, what what happened last week against uh, Northern State? Well, speaking of unpopular things, uh, well, uh, in terms of where we were in the ratings and what we well, may look we're num- like well, around. We're, num- we're number three. Oh, we are. We're, we're still number three. We had a, we had a really tough battle against uh, Northern State. Yeah. Um, 
you know, last Thursday. And, you know, and, you know, it's the first game in practically almost two this years. This is true. So, you know, a lot of teams, it's kind of an unknown what you're going to see out there yeah. on the field and everything like that. But, yeah, Northern came out, and they gave us a, a really good showing. And uh, I think, and, you know, as much as that was maybe not as impressive to Maverick fans, I think that's going to be highly beneficial going down the road here. Mm-hmm. The, hey – you're, when you're when you're number one, everyone's gunning for you. It's like mm-hmm. the Patriots all those years. Yep. Everyone's going to take their haymaker at you every week, mm-hmm. no matter what. And so hopefully for some of the younger younger underclassmen, that was an eye-opener, and for the upperclassmen. And I think you're going to see a much better, more polished product yeah, going into Duluth this weekend. Exactly. It's going to be a... It's going to be a huge game against uh, those Bulldogs yep. this weekend. Yep. But, I mean, the Mavericks, uh, obviously, this past Thursday, they defeated Northern State 40-34 to in overtime. It was their first overtime game, I believe, since the 2017 season when they defeated uh, CSU Pueblo in the second round. or the No, it was the first round of yep. the NCAA tournament. And that game was probably the coldest game I've ever experienced <laughs> at uh, Blakesley Stadium. Well, colder than that Tarleton Snow game we were, we had a year later in 2018. But uh, And then... Um, and if you want to even go further back than that, uh, our, that was our first regular season overtime game since, like, I think 2009, and we were against Wayne State. So it, it doesn't happen very often, but here it was, first game of the yeah. year. We go into overtime, and, you know, it, it, we got a couple of breaks there. At the, I mean, we were down by 10, and we got a couple breaks yeah. to go into overtime. I mean, first we uh, had that uh, long drive. Uh, we're, we're down by 10, and we get within field, within uh, Luke Williams' range for a field goal. Literally ball, ball inches go, Yeah, of ball the goes range. off the upright, goes <laughs> off the crossbar, but still manages to go yeah. over. It's like, wow, okay. And then so now there's about four and a half minutes to go in the game. We still got all three timeouts. We're still in this. Yep. You know, anything can happen. And then sure enough, we uh, it's uh, kind of a, it's a high arch, arching kick there off the kickoff. One of their guys goes right under it, uh, calls mm-hmm. for the fair catch, which, which is absolutely the right thing to do yeah, in that situation. Right. Well, uh, he did, uh, he muffed the the, re- yeah, the he kickoff, sure did. and uh, James Williams was right there to get the fumble and you know put us on that thirty nine yard line with forty mm-hmm. with uh, four minutes and thirty seconds to go and. It was a perfect placement on the kick oh, too, yeah. in terms of sideline and allowing the cover team to get right under it. It was mm-hmm. it was absolutely perfectly placed and a little bit of wind in the sails in our favor right yeah. there. I mean, sometimes you need better be lucky sometimes and yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and the spin on that kick too. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I said in the press box when it happened, I'm like, I wouldn't want to be the one that had to fair catch that because I don't know how you're coming down with a ball hmm. that's going head over heels that much. Like I just, I don't, I that thing's bouncing all over the place once it hits you. I don't. Yep. I don't know. How you come down with that one. <laughs> and then uh, obviously we uh, get the ball there. Yep. We get the ball there on the 39, and we just grind our way down there, and eventually it's uh yep. It's uh, Mr. J.D. Akoa uh, mm-hmm. who uh, runs it in for uh, the Mavericks, you know, from the one yard line, and we uh, are able. We tie it up, uh, forty to or thirty four to thirty four, and then we, um, you know, obviously Northern State couldn't get anything going there in the final yep. thirty seconds, and so we go to overtime, you know, for the first time in quite a while, and you know, we stop them. We stop them. They they attempt a sixty one yarder and yeah. a sixty one yard field goal, and people about might be thinking it's like what a sixty one yarder. It's like why are you trying that? It's like their kicker just yeah. kicked a fifty. Yeah, earlier in that game, and these are not. And he had distance he, after too. He, did. he didn't just yeah. clear. It was he could have had yeah. a possible ten more yards on it. And remember, he's he's kicking this in not ideal conditions too. True. I might add. So I mean, he's the, their kicker definitely has a leg, yep. but kick fell short. Tyshawn and Brooks was right there to try to return it, and he actually got out to like the forty <laughs> yard line or something like that, but couldn't quite 
He couldn't get any further Best than that. Devin Hester impersonation. Oh, wouldn't, wouldn't that have been something? <laughs> yeah, that would have been wild. Oh, that would have been r- real wild. But we get the ball. So then we get the ball in overtime, and um, you know we're facing a fourth and one, I think, on the 16, and we elect yeah. to go for it. And uh, J.D. Yakoa again. Uh, yep. He uh, goes to the left, and he gets to the outside, and then there's nobody there, and he turns the Jets on, and boom, he's into the end zone for that game-winning touchdown, and Mavericks uh, what I like go most, one What I like most about that call is by the coaching staff there is putting that faith in him. Mm-hmm. You know, like as you alluded to, the um, non-ideal conditions, if that's mm-hmm. – the proper vernacular for saying that it's not anything that uh, people <laughs> that we would ask to play in, obviously, right? But you know, and but you we know, are. and you know, they went out there and they iced them, yep. and then he said, "You know what? We got we got experience up front. We got to experience that quarterback, and we're gonna we're gonna take the matters into our own hand and not mm-hmm. leave it up to going between uh to a uh, yellow post." Yep. And so that was that. If there's something to hang your hat on, I'd say that's probably one of the things there. Yep. In the fight, they never lost it. They never lost the dog in the fight there. And, yep. um, yeah, quick update, interrupting oh, uh, yeah, sure. football here. Mavericks just pulled out a 16-14 set five win. Wow, they went into extras yep. in set five. Surprising, right? This team loves to play as much as they can. They just they? like to keep us interested, yep. keep us on, on the stream longer, get those views. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah. Three and two on the year now. All right. They've played every set possible except one. So, <laughs> hey, <laughs> get in that experience get, for the get, freshman. Exactly. Get that experience in. I mean, you know, from a year layoff, yeah. let's, let's get all those sets. Freshman, I wonder, I'm curious, and I'm sure I'll find out here, but yep. Brooke Bulwark and Kaya Durant, both two outstanding freshmen in the young campaign here. Both, um, Kaya and Brooke had outstanding matches yeah, last had. weekend at the Kinawa Classic. Kaya had 27 total blocks, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, over the four matches. And then in only three matches, Brooke had 26, 27, and 20-something else and mm-hmm. assists. I mean, yep. that's talk about some great depth early on for the Mavericks going in Absolutely. with some of their veterans. So, so the, Ma- the Maverick... Getting back to the Maverick football team, they will be facing Minnesota Duluth this Saturday uh, up up in Duluth, and uh, the Mavericks, of course, are um, they've won their last five meetings against the Bulldogs. But in the Bulldog, we're ranked number three in the nation. The Bulldogs are ranked number twenty in the nation. You know the Bulldogs are going to be chomping at the bit to try to get even on us over the, you know, because I mean, <laughs> we've won every game against them since twenty thirteen. So it's going to be a tough uh, battle up there. Minnesota Duluth last weekend they defeated Upper Iowa forty one to fourteen in Fayette, Iowa. Kind of a revenge game for Duluth because uh, the Peacocks actually went in and shocked the whole conference by defeating the Bulldogs back in the 2019 season. So, but uh, yeah, so we wish the Maverick football team the best of luck up there in Duluth. Uh, Connor, what's going on with that uh, soccer program of ours? So our Maverick soccer team is one and zero. They just came off a win against Missouri Southern last Saturday. Uh, big golden goal win actually. Hallie Williams uh, potted the overtime winner at uh, 92-29 um, into. Uh, I guess the extra period you mm-hmm. call you call it soccer soccer overtime period. Yeah. You? Okay. So yeah, new soccer guy here. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, not really. Well, I guess yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've been around it, but um, still learning a couple terminology things yep. as a hockey guy. So um, yeah, uh, beautiful cross box assist on Williams' goal um, by a freshman or first career point, Maley Mathis. Mm-hmm. Um, in her first uh, collegiate start ever, Claire Longyville gets um, her first clean sheet, six and- saves. 
couple of those um, were pr- some pretty key beautiful saves, Beautiful saves, too. Yep, yep. late. Uh, late, there was one. She just punched it right over the crossbar. Yep. I was going top shelf for sure. Um, yeah, the Mavericks outshot the Lions 17-11 to in that match. Um, today, actually, the Mavericks are in Missouri, their first official road contest. They are taking on the Jennies of Central Missouri. They are ranked number 7 in the country. They play that game tonight in Warrensburg, Missouri at 7 p.m. And then on Sunday, they had they remain in Missouri. Uh, they head to Maryville, Missouri to take on the Northwest Missouri Bearcats. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so... Um, Region? Li- no, go ahead. What's that? Go ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, 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 I don't know. You know. Oh, I was just going to say regional opponents and like, everything like oh, that. Oh, yes, so. very much so. Yeah. Um, so, and uh, I don't know if you recall in 2019, um, we beat uh, Central Mo to win that uh, regional championship. Yep. So, yeah, it was in the Sports Dome because uh, yep. the weather had got, as, as people in Minnesota know, the weather in uh, December in Minnesota can be a little. Uh, little rough and uh the soccer the soccer field wasn't i mean obviously because we were having rain and snow the soccer field was getting and you know it was getting uh to be almost untenable and we ended up at, uh moving the matches into uh the sport bubble on like a 24-hour notice so but we were able to make it work and everything like that and um you know we got that i think it was a three nothing win over uh, central uh, missouri yes, I believe so. to win that regional championship and then we of course we went on to face uh grand valley state who's always almost consistently uh one of the top teams in the nation. They beat us in the Elite Eight. But, uh, man, that was uh, it was quite a run for that uh, soccer team back in the 2019 season. But, you know, again, we got a lot of familiar faces coming back. Like we've already mentioned Allie Williams. You got Jenny Vetter, who a uh, local kid. I think yep. you you both went to high school together, yes, right? Yes, yes. Uh, uh, yeah. She was uh, two classes, class below me. So she was a sophomore when you were a senior, basically. Yeah, I think so. so. And then um, – you know, Jenny Vetter, of course, is one of just two Mavericks to score 20 goals in a season. She did that in 2019, and she's, uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> you could see that the other teams were definitely uh, keeping an eye on her throughout the exhibitions that we have had here, and then, of course, during the Missouri Southern game that we had. I mean, the worst the worst thing you could do is uh, let Jenny Vetter get behind you, because if, if she gets behind the defender with the ball, you ain't catching her. Yeah. And it's just going to be one-on-one against the goalie, and I'll take Jenny any time that happens. But, um, but yeah, I mean, we show, we wish our soccer team the best of luck uh, down there. It's not going to be easy against Central Mo, and uh, we'll see what – and, again, we'll see what happens. What time is that match tonight? 7 p.m. 7 p.m., under the lights. So the volleyball team, Jordan, uh, they entered this weekend uh, with a 2-2 two and two record, but as you said, we just defeated Quincy in uh, the fifth set, 16-14, uh, to 14, so now we're 3-2 and two on the season. That would be correct. So and last weekend uh, we defeated Michigan Tech 3-2 to two and Lake Superior State 3-1, to one, but we also suffered a pair of 3-2 losses to Northern Michigan and UW Parkside. So, But uh, Dana Schindler was leading the team in kills heading into this weekend with 58, while Brooke Bulwark uh, had tallied 83 assists. And I think Dana Schindler had also had like 80-some, 80, 80 assists to her name as well. Yep. But Mara Kwam, uh, as you would expect, uh, leading us in digs. <laughs> no surprise there. She's uh, closing in on the all-time record. Yeah, I think she was. Um, I think she began the year like probably around 300 or so uh, yep. uh, digs away from mm-hmm. uh, getting to that record. So she's already she's already done quite a bit that that she needs to <laughs> catch that record. Put a good dent. And then, in as it. you mentioned, uh, Kaya Durant led the team in total blocks with 27. So you know we're seeing some uh, we're seeing some veterans obviously mm-hmm. uh, make an impact, but now we're also seeing some uh, newcomers that fans, that fans haven't yeah, seen. Absolutely. And uh, they're uh, making their presence known. So it's good to see a uh, good balance for yep. Coach Phelps and everything like that. So, and uh, who do they got later on this afternoon? Well, so they're in 
this weekend they're in another tournament last week obviously the Kawina volleyball classic and they're at uw parkside in the hampton inn tournament this weekend um we will wrap up day one here against colorado christian today at 2:45 central time I, I yep. mentioned that threw me off last week yep. when in Houghton, Michigan was in Eastern time. And yep. so sorry about anyone that saw my tweets and <laughs> missed a few sets. But um, and then we'll jump back into it tomorrow, September 11th, um, 245 against Lake Superior and Parkside at 715 that same evening. And both teams we played at the Kawina Volleyball Classic. So it'll be interesting to see see what uh what changes are made and you know speaking about coach phelps i talked with him two days ago and he was he was kind of blown away with the impression i got from our conversation about the youth the youth movement he has and Mm -hmm. what they provided to him already and he's excited and i think every every maverick volleyball fan should be excited because that adds a lot to some of the talented pieces that we already have there and yeah. Mara Quam obviously and Dana Schindler as you mentioned but Jessica Nelson and Mariah Edgington like some good pieces there and add in I mean it's not a bad thing when you add in 27 blocks no. and that many assists oh, from two people that yeah. quite frankly you weren't expecting it from yeah that's something you expect from a junior senior to get that out of there I mean that just raises expectations, I'd imagine, yep. through the roof for both of them and the team because that's providing a lot a lot of points mm-hmm. and a lot of points stopped, yep. too, from underclassmen. So Absolutely. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch this and learn more and more about volleyball myself and watch them grow, and they're competing. They're in every match. Absolutely. As we can see, uh, they yeah. like to play every set possible. Yeah, so they're definitely in every yeah. match. They're so. turning into an experienced team quickly here with all of this. So <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. They're getting they're yep. getting all of that out right before conference yep. play. But yeah, this is uh things are looking good, looking yep. promising. We'll see what happens when we take on the big dog, so the speaking conference here. Absolutely. Uh, I just wanted to ma- real quick mention for football, Coach Hoffner got his 107th career yep. win against Northern States. Now he's only one win behind Dan Runkle for the most coaching victories here at Minnesota State. So congrats to Coach Absolutely. on that. And, of course, the Mavericks have won. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm not eh, – I'll say it because I was already going to bring <laughs> it up. So I'm knocking on wood here. We've won 36 uh, straight conference games now, dating back to the 2016 season. Let's keep it going. We own the record for most co- straight conference wins in football with 40. But it would be nice to break our own record, right? Why not? And why not? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's <laughs> no. keep going. Let's do it. So um, uh, the Maverick uh, women's cross-country team uh, last weekend finished fifth at the Augie Twilight. Amanda Mont- Montplaiser led the way for the Mavericks with a seventh-place finish with a time of 1839.95, while Skylar Bragg finished eighth with a time of 1842.05. Minnesota, uh, the women's cross-country team will return to action on September 18th at the Lucina or the Lucian. Lucian Rosa Invitational in Kenosha, Wisconsin. It's right where our uh, volleyball yes. team is right now, actually. Yep. And uh, for the the men's cross country team, also competed at the Augie Twilight last weekend. Uh, Nikolai Schmansky uh, placed uh, paced the Mavericks with a time of twenty forty five fifteen, which was good for thirty sixth place. Minnesota State and the Mavericks will also be at the Lucian Rosa Invitational in Kenosha, Wisconsin, on September eighteenth next weekend. So happening place over in Kenosha, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely over there. So and then the Maverick uh, women's tennis team has been in action this fall so uh, so far. They went three and one this last weekend under uh, new head coach uh, Ryan Kuchera, who's in his uh, second season now. But he's got a lot of new players, a lot of new faces mm-hmm. on his team right now. So and these new faces are 
getting some wins so far. They had a yeah. double duel against Luther College last weekend. They defeated uh, uh, Luther six to three in one of the duels, and they lost eight to one in the other. The Mavericks then swept uh, St. Ambrose uh, seven to nothing and Warburg nine to nothing. Um, so it was. Uh, so they went three and one this past weekend. You might be wondering how can you have sweeps, seven nothing sweeps, and nine nothing sweeps in some <laughs> duels. If you there's three doubles matches, if you win two of them, you, you just get a, po- a point in some of the duels. Mm-hmm. But in other times, you get a point for every one that you win. So that's why you could have a nine. And there's six singles matches, so and you always get a point for those. So, but the Mavericks will uh, be back in action uh, not this weekend, but the following weekend at the Gustavus Invitational. Uh, it's a two-day event uh, in St. Peter, Minnesota. So we'll wish them the best of best of luck there.